Hello, welcome to Healing Out Loud with me, your host, Jackie Shea. This is a place to relate to the darkest days and be inspired by ultimate triumph. Each week, I interview a brave guest who has extensive experience with illness and or wellness, and hopefully we will leave you inspired to warrior on, highly informed about something new, and connected to a tribe of amazing humans. Because the only way out is through, but it helps to have a tribe walking with you. Hi, welcome to episode 52, and thank you so much for being here. If you haven't had a chance to listen to episode 51 with my friend Jason Snell about codependency and how to have a loving friendship with boundaries, consider checking it out at JackieShea.com. You can also sign up for my newsletter there and get your free downloadable self-care checklist. Signing up for my newsletter, you also get weekly health and wellness content straight to your inbox. I also share loads of info on my Instagram at Jackie, just for you and of course in this podcast. If you're interested in how your life can transform in coaching with me, write to me through my website and we will talk. If you listen to this episode, love this content and don't want, to want it to stop coming, consider becoming a patron at patreon.com slash healing out loud or by subscribing, rating and reviewing on any podcast platform. A big shout out to author Eva Hagberg Fisher. Pre-order her book, How to Be Loved, on Amazon.com. And another shout out to Coach Noelle Janka in full support of these two women. And I thank them so much for being patrons themselves. Today, you and I get to sit down with alphabioticist David Bransky. And we are going to speak about stress, chronic illness, and how alphabiotic alignments can help. I'm so excited for this because I'm always excited about new possibilities for healing. And don't worry, I'm going to ask him about some controversial stuff you'll find on Google. You may want to share this with your friends, and I definitely want you to share your thoughts with me. Here we go. Today, I have a very special episode with developmental alphabioticist David Bransky. Hi, David. Good morning. So great to have you here. So excited to talk about alphabiotics. Mm, This came into my world about a year ago when I was really stressed and a friend suggested I see you and I did not. Um, (laughs) And then I only recently got to have a couple treatments um, or we don't call them treatments, maybe a couple uh, adjustments. Alignments. Alignments, a couple Mm -hmm. of alignments. Um, So I will get to share some of my experience um, as well as people I've spoken to that have done it in their experience. Uh, it came highly recommended to me, and so I'm really excited to just bring this this awareness to my listeners and um, see what they think. I'm honored to be on your show and share it. Amazing. Um, so let's start with the basics. What is alphabiotics? Well, we use a philosophy of quantum mechanics, quantum physics, as uh, everything is energy and information. What we found over the years, um, especially in the last hundred years, mountains and mountains of studies and stress. And so it's understanding more about what exactly stress is and how do we deal with it appropriately or inappropriately. What we've found is that through a very unique type of alignment process, hands-on held system, um, we found a way to create a communication device that enables an individual to deal with stress on a day-to-day basis much better. Not only that, but also the recovery from past experiences that they might have had where they didn't have enough time to 
um, deal with it, cope, you know, too much time on their hands or whatever. It, uh, we tend to get lost in his very busy lifestyle. So they just found a very effective way of getting this process uh, perfected and then helping people achieve a greater level of balance and stability. And what is the process? So the process is you lie on your back um, on this type of massage table or alignment table that we have, and it's a hands-on head extension that creates a pattern interrupt. So it allows there to be some sort of reboot effect, like rebooting your computer. And what's incredible is what happens afterwards. But the main thing about alpha biotics, again, it's 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 more spiritual based. It's more just getting an individual to turn the lights on for them so that they can function and be that the way that they want to be. The, the problem is what's holding everybody back is they're carrying an extra dumbbell of weight, which is um, stress, which is life. I mean, it's not a good thing or a bad thing, but the problem is that people don't know how to deal with it very well because they're just overwhelmed with it. Mm-hmm. So, so from, from a very, you know, uh, tangible place, there's this table, it's slanted upwards. You lie on it with your head on the incline Mm -hmm. and, um, it takes about a minute less. I mean, the whole, the whole process from takes like a minute. It, it's really an incredible thing. It's hard to describe it. Um, but it's kind of, if it looks like chiropractic, sure. um, and you know, it feels, you get a, a neck extension kind of, I don't know if you would call it that. You certainly can feel that there, there's an elongation or a, um, an extension through your, you know, your spine. That's not the goal. There's a byproduct of that, but it originated because 100 years ago or so, um, a family of chiropractors, and one uh, uniquely found a way to get the, the body extended. Chiropractors will do rotations to create their maneuvers. And they found that if you do this elongation, you're going to help an individual with gravity. At the time, gravity was the most well-known common stress that people dealt with. Um you have to lie down at night in order to heal and expand. That's how stressful gravity is on a day-to-day basis. So um, they found over time that when you do this extension, not only does it help an individual with gravity, it actually is some sort of communication device to the wisdom within or the innate intelligence that everybody carries and has. And so they found more and more about this reboot effect doing more benefits besides just the physical you know, anti-gravitic experience. Right. And you are, um, yes. So I hear you talking a ton about, about stress. And I know that that is really the foundation of why alpha biotics came to be, but there is like a a chiropractic adjustment that, that seems like this. An occipital lift. Occipital Uh lift. Um, and, and it's something they'll do occasionally, uh, to, to she, she this chiropractor basically said it's like hitting a reset button so it's the same thing I mean it's not the same exact thing but that's the idea like I read somewhere that it was like rebooting a computer alphabiotics mm-hmm. yeah. and that is really amazing I just went to the genius bar at the Mac store because my fan on my computer was running non-stop 
And um, I was like, why is my fan running? It's driving me absolutely crazy. Like, what is wrong with my computer? And the, the guy helping me said, have you shut it down fully recently and rebooted? <laughs> and I was like, no, I don't do that. And that is such a good metaphor for like what is happening in my body when I don't reset or shut it down properly. And I did feel that reset doing alphabiotic treatment and that seems or, or uh, alignment. And that seems like what a lot of people are experiencing. So let's talk a little bit more about um, stress. What happens to us when we're stressed? The f- and the fan and the fan doesn't stop running to cool us down. It's it's pretty fascinating. Um, the research in stress it came about just uh, I mean probably about seventy years ago. Hans Selye was a Nobel Prize laureate, and he did a lot of research in this area. And so stress they thought was actually just pertaining to metal metal bending or breaking or how much it can endure. And what they found is that there's unrelieved stress, there is distress, there is eustress, which is also called good stress, changing your diet, um, moving to a better place, the weather improving, more money coming in, um, you know, getting in shape. So there's all different kinds of stress out there. There's mental, physical, chemical, emotional, electromagnetic, um, EMF, gravity. So there's a bombardment of types of stressors or what we call stimulations. So the thing is that human being, just like anybody else, other uh, animals, pets, things of that nature, there's all stimulation. The, the problem that we're facing is that everybody goes into what's called a fight or flight, faint or freeze. And so it's a survival, survivalistic mechanism that has been going on for tens of thousands of years. I mean, um, you know, man meets a wild beast out there foraging or whatnot, and they either got to fight or they have to flee. The problem is that we're not fighting, we're not fleeing, we're stuffing it. So we're in a mode where we're in this holding state. And so we're not digesting the experience. We're not having a full circle of the traumatic events that occur in our life because we don't have enough time to recover from those moments. So human beings are... We're incredible because of what we're capable of doing with fight or flight. I mean, all of these survival mechanisms that we have, it's really quite fascinating. It's like a frog in room temperature water. And if the flame underneath the water is turned up very slowly, the water heats up ever so slowly. The frog will actually try and endure the heat as much as possible. It's not going to instantly jump out of the water. The problem is the one it recognizes it's it's done, has no more energy to try and deal with the heat of the water. It ran all of its energy out. It cannot jump out of the water, so now it's just stuck frying. That's exactly how fight or flight for human beings work. So because we're overstimulated, and stimulation is not a bad thing, how we deal with it is not appropriate. The alignment with alphabiotics is that we're able to get someone to come out of this fight or flight state instantaneously and every single time they come in so with that reboot occurs i have not found anything that does something similar to what alphabiotics can do it's just all word of mouth so it's not a fancy machine not a lot of advertising the the closest thing i've found to help people return to balance would be those flotation tanks those zero deprivation low sensory you know so those those are definitely helpful just 
you know, takes you a little longer to get to that place. I'm obsessed with those. Yeah, they are great. I'm really, I love me. Um, a sensory deprivation. That, it, that's what I always call them. Oh, you yeah. said zero. It's um, amazing. A sensory deprivation float tank. Um, something happened with Lyme disease for me and my senses uh, became extra sensitive. I couldn't, you know, bright lights, I couldn't tolerate anymore. I became a person that like needed blackout sheets, need, uh, blackout curtains, needed sleep masks, all of this. If noise got too loud, it would, it would affect me like a person who has sensory processing disorder, basically. I needed the noise off. I need, so I'm a person that loves the pitch black, the floating, the no noise, <laughs> all of it. Some people feel like it's hell. So, you know, it is cool to have had that experience in just a minute on the table, too. The other thing that I was wondering is about the name alphabiotics, where that comes from. To break it down, alpha meaning first, um, original, and biotics meaning body, so first body. The, uh, the premise is returning you back to the original state that you were born in. You know, you're born balanced, you're born perfect. We found over the last 50 years with studies to back this up that there are different age brackets, uh, like in the 50s or 1960s and 1970s, where individuals were locking into this fight or flight state at a you know 25 years old or 20 years old. And of course, this day and age nowadays, um, kids born out of the womb are already locked in this inappropriate stress state, this fight or flight. And they just stay in that state for a lifetime. Um, Oftentimes, also, what's so important is that it, what's called epigenetics, or the the information above the gene, and so that the perception of the environment plays a huge role in how we uh, interpret and deal with life. Some people are very happy-go-lucky, and then other people, of course, there's a dark cloud that follows them everywhere. So perception of it is very, very key to the whole aspect of um, your day-to-day -day life. Right, a significant amount. Right. Can you explain neurologically what's happening when you get the alignment? Um, yeah. To start, let me state that, uh, okay, so two hemispheres of the brain is what you have, and you have different evolutionary layers of the brain. There's like uh, seven evolutionary layers. The, the thing that happens in fight or flight is happens instantaneously. So imagine a close call in the car, slipping down the stairs, um, a, a big and intense moment happening immediately all of your stress signals turn on so one side of the brain slows down your subdominant hemisphere and the other side of the hemisphere your dominant side speeds up when that happens the subdominant hemisphere controls the opposite half of your body and vice versa so there's a crossover that occurs instantaneously one side of the body will go selectively weak muscularly weak and the other side becomes contracted and tight and tense and that creates a structural imbalance, which will show people when they come in for the first visit. One leg will appear short, one hip will be high, one shoulder higher. And so they're, they're often that Kung Fu, Bruce Lee type of posture, standing on one dominant side of their body. The alignment, when the extension occurs and that reboot happens, both hemispheres sync up instantaneously. The more important thing is it goes into an alpha state. Alpha is measured about four to, excuse me, four to seven to fourteen cycles per second. Fight or flight that everybody's pretty much buzzing around in is in beta, 
Um, for example, uh, it would be, you know, then 22 cycles per second. Um, anxiety is around 30 cycles per second. An epileptic seizure, 63 cycles per second. So if you're around a lot of different kinds of uh, fluorescent lights and so forth you at work, those run at 60 cycles per second. So you're literally speeding your whole nervous system up. That's why it's very good for you to sleep at night and with the black uh, shades and Again, no stimulation so that your brain slows down. At any rate, the alignment occurs, your brain hemispheres integrate, goes into an alpha state, and instantaneously all the overly tight and tense muscles relax, the weak muscles strengthen, which then of course makes your legs even, hips level, shoulders even, and that twist and strain and bind that you find in your body is dissipated. So when the brain relaxes and comes to normalcy, the body follows suit. Digestion returns to your core, you start thinking a lot clearer and better. You have easier access to more of your brain function than you do when you're in a fight or flight emotional mid-level of brain function called the reptilian, which is where a lot of people are at. And you can say certain people's names, well-known people's names, and immediately get an emotional reaction. That's how get someone locked in that fight or flight. So how, though, like what happens in the twit in the alignment mm. that creates that well you're electrical you are chemical your spine and your brain is your central nervous system which operates all of your other types of systems endocrine system digestive muscular so when that happens there's an electrical pattern interrupt that occurs the and it's above your spine so we're not in the realm of chiropractic adjusting the the electrical interrupt they think is through the meninges okay so it's a layer around your brain that creates that spark type of effect like two rocks particular types of rocks that you create where you smack them together they create a spark it's similar in that case for us where we found that method where that pattern interrupt happens and instantaneously your your body just comes back into a an assessment of the environment realizes there's no immediate danger and comes back into mm, balance. Okay, got it. So you're interrupting, you're in, you're interrupting the pattern of fight or flight, kind of. Yeah. Well, you got the parasympathetic, so you have right. you know your your systems running your brain and your heart, and I mean it all on your own. You don't have to think about that. And yeah, one of the things that turns off with it is the fight or flight. Right. Yeah, or faint freeze, depending which side of the brain you're using. Right. You know, opossums will play dead or they'll act sick. Um, particular type of goats, which is, if you look on YouTube, it's kind of funny to watch. If they feel attacked, they just freeze up. You know, they look like they turn to stone. Again, all survivalistic uh, mechanisms, protective mechanisms that we have. Right. Pro Procrastination is another example of that. Oh, my God. <laughs> we can go deeper than that. Talk to me about that procrastination. It's funny because in, in general, we are so addicted to our suffering that we're willing to give up on many other types of things in life, food, water, love to sustain suffering. Mm. So it's, um, it's funny. We were talking a little bit about intimacy the other day and about how everybody's so preoccupied and busy that, you know, they feel kind of lonely at the same time with their own life. They want someone in their lives. And at the same time, when someone shows up, they, you know, don't know what to do with it. They push it away. Again, those are, you know, some survivalistic things that probably happen through your generations, learned behavior. And then, of course, it's up to you to recognize those things and for you to stop 
discontinued doing those types of self-destructive behaviors. Right. Um, okay, great. That now is a great time to take a break for the weekly challenge. Welcome to our weekly challenge segment where we arm you with new tools each week to kick some self-care butt. As you explore all of these new options presented weekly, my hope is that you will come to collect a number of quick ways to take care of yourself inside and out. You will essentially have your very own and very handy self-care toolkit. Some of the challenges may not work for you and some will seem perfectly tailored to you. We are building up your defenses, inspiring your mind, body, and spirit toward total wellness. Keep in mind that the goal is always progress, not perfection. The only rule is that you are never allowed to beat yourself up. Keep me posted on your progress. Stay accountable. It helps. Okay, let's hit this week's challenge. All right, David, what's the challenge this week? The challenge is to talk to anybody, preferably your friend, family, or colleague, ask them how they're doing, look them in the eyes when doing it, and to ask them to see if there's anything that they need without holding your cell phone, without any kind of distractions, without you looking around or looking as though you're onto the next task, but to actually stay and listen and be present when asking the questions and holding the space for another person. It's pretty amazing because it puts you into a present state. You're giving, and not only are you giving, you're also receiving. It's, uh, it's quite phenomenal. I, I love this challenge because it really made me think about how, well, yesterday when we were talking, I, I, after the alignment, I was standing, you know, both feet planted on the ground, arms at my sides. Um, I was basically standing in, in like a yoga mountain pose in a sense, like I was aligned, I was grounded, I was open, I wasn't doing anything else, I wasn't shifting on one hip or the other, Um, I was balanced, and we were having a conversation, and I realized how vulnerable I felt to just be standing there talking. Um, And I was like, that's interesting because I consider myself a really vulnerable person. I consider myself an active listener. I consider myself a, you know, present and hold a person who holds space for people. But it really made me question. So when I saw your weekly challenge come through, I was like, that's perfect. Because I really want people to think about how often they are. I want people to become my listeners and anyone else to become aware of how often they actually sit still, put everything down, and listen to another person um, with the intent of understanding, not with the, ten- the intent of responding, and then asking what they need and meaning it. And it's just, it's real intimacy. And we are, I think, as a culture, afraid of it. Yeah, it's, uh, it's unfortunate. It's, we're so busy with um, our lives. Social media plays a huge part in it. I don't think social media is a bad thing uh, in and itself. The downfall is that it takes us away from the interpersonal relationships. And uh, I mean, I'm 36 now, but just watching how um, everything speeds up so fast. Mm-hmm. And um, you can online dating is just, you know, it's <laughs> prevalent nowadays. Mm-hmm. Again, not a bad thing, but. Um, you know, people don't have a lot of time available and they try and look for a better avenue with that time often. And again, intimacy, it doesn't cost anything. 
except for you to just really become aware of it and practice it on a regular basis. It, it's just value in itself. And it's unfortunately, it's just rare to see. Yeah. It, again, I'm bringing this up because it's very healing because you don't have anything preoccupied. You have no attachment to an outcome. You're just open to an outcome. So it, it's funny how things will change a direction when you you instill something like that on a regular basis. Mm-hmm. Just simply ask, you know, how are you doing? Is there anything that you need? Yeah. Yeah. So that's your challenge, guys. Uh, get present. Ask someone, a friend, a family member, a colleague in person, ideally, um, how they're doing, if they need anything, and just look them in the eye, have no phone in your hand, don't check your email in the middle of asking the question, and then just notice, like, are you uncomfortable? Is it hard? You know, and and notice what comes up, and I think it's a really great awareness to have. Well, I'm glad that uh, we were able to share it for this week. Good luck, guys. I know. Good <laughs> luck, everyone. Please keep me posted on how that goes on my Instagram at Shay Jackie. Um, so awesome. You keep talking about speeding up. You keep saying speeding up. And I'm reading this great book right now called Slowing Down to the Speed of Life. Have you read that or heard of it? No, but I'm already uh, intrigued. Yeah, it's really good. And, you know, I'm like halfway through it and only now, you know, the speed of life, right, is the present moment, right? So so that's that's where the speed of life is. And we, everything feels so fast in our world today, right? And it's because our thoughts are moving so quickly or because we're on social media or because we're trying to do so many things at once. And so, and they say that word a lot, like that, that phrase a lot. Like if you start to notice speed, you're speeding up, they say that. So I was just thinking of it and you might love it. It's a really, really, really good book. It could be a huge topic just in the discussion of getting grounded, um, you know, getting out of your head. It's funny. I tell people that like, you know, just get out of your head, get grounded. They just don't understand. They don't have a concept for it. And, um, you know, we're not doing as much movement as possible, so we're not using our body, which means mm. that our body intelligence is going down. Mm. Uh, so it's, I mean, it's a lifelong practice it, to, you know, stay in your body and staying grounded. A lot of the anxiety is because there's no decisions made. You know, you're in your head where there's no, there's no intelli- intelligence in your brain. There is mm. intellect, but no intelligence. So, yeah, your brain can operate and do and think and provide many different kinds of things. But you also have this body intelligence, this heart, which has all of that emotional intelligence. The thing is that there's an argument between the brain and the heart all the time. When you get the brain to slow down, that's when you have a chance to listen to your deeper self. And that has the owner's manual to life. That is really what guides you in the right direction. It's just listening to it long enough and consistently enough for you to make a decision and support that new decision. Right. A lot of people make decisions from fear. Right. So their life is full of fear. Exactly. And it's just surviving. It's hard for them to let go. It's like an old blanket that they're just not willing to let go of for a better blanket. Yeah, exactly. Uh, So tell me, how did you get so interested in this kind of work? How did you come to be an alpha Bioticist. <laughs> <laughs> An alpha bioticist. <laughs> you know, I was in motorcycling. I was really uh, in, in all different kinds of avenues, selling them, teaching. And I, I uh, 
had a motorcycle group on Sundays we'd get together with, and there was a guy that was doing this work at the time. He's no longer around doing it, but when I experienced the alignment, I thought it was chiropractic. I thought it was a some sort of it was very peculiar about this brain balance, body balance thing. Never experienced acupuncture, so I didn't have a gauge of what this is about, but I was willing to experience it. Through being a client and experiencing it on a regular basis, I was enamored at the changes that took place. It, it's hard to describe it and then to experience it. It's just so different, uh, incomparable to anything else out there. Anyway, I kept asking him questions about the profession, and it seemed like a great value in not only doing it for a living, um, but to also provide a great service for many people. I've been doing it since 2008. Oh, wow, 10 years already. Yeah. Wow. Um, We're so looking what- for more people. What well, great! What were what were some of the some of the changes you experienced that really kept you coming back? Um, it, as simple as it was, just peace. Mm-hmm. Did not realize until after the alignment how tense I was, how preoccupied I was. Um, sleeping improved dramatically. Mm. Um, less negative self talk and chatter, which I did not know I had running mm. at the time. So it's the the before and after was so drastic. It, it's it's just so profound. Most people come in for some sort of physical ailment or pain, even though that's not our goal. That's at least a byproduct of getting people into balance, even though that's not the main goal. So it's not a therapy or treatment, although most people treat it as though. Um, again, it's a spiritual reconnection process. You know, whatever the the alignment does for you. Um, but the main thing really is more of a mental calmness um, and emotional discharge. So you're not carrying around all of that emotional weight. You, it's just easier to move in your body. Right. There, there's space. There's it, space yes. where there were tar bodies and, and you know, trauma and buildup of residue and mold of, you know, feelings and emotions and fight or flight responses that never got followed through. Um what I, I want to mention that I met a couple of people that you work with and going to the studio and getting to hear their experiences. I was pretty freaked out about getting sure. my, and I think a lot of people have that experience of getting my, um, you know, especially people that have experienced chronic illness or injury, there's like an extra level of don't fuck up my body any more than like it's had to experience and you know so there was I did have a lot of um I did have some anxiety about it and it really helped me to meet three of your other clients that happened to be there the first time I came and the second time I came I, I met them and everyone just had great experiences and went for different reasons and someone went for you know headaches and someone else went for just stress I think and then I met a woman yesterday who went after eight months of you know fatigue sinus problems um these issues in her body that like she went she paid so much money to see all these doctors and get treatment and somebody suggested you and it cleared up basically like overnight. She had a, an overnight experience and has been yeah. going to you since. So that was really cool. And when I was on Google, when I was researching, you know, exp- people's experiences of alpha biotics, that was kind of, 
I saw multiple experiences just like that where they were like, I had been, had this thing for many, many months and like couldn't get over it. Somebody suggested alphabiotics. I was skeptical. I walked in and then I had this like totally game-changing experience. Um, So I want to say that before we start talking a little bit about the, (laughs) the, um, what else you might find on Google. Because if I know you guys, my listeners, I know you're going to hit Google about alphabiotics. And I know, and here's what I want to say. I was very sick, as everyone knows, for a long, for a while. And a lot of different treatment or different modalities were recommended to me. I Googled them always. Every single one of them had positive and negative experiences attached to them. Every single one of them had side effects. Most of them had the like alternative medicine like quack things because that's what what I ended up doing a lot to get well. And, um, and, And you know, you have to realize at some point that everything has side effects. I took antibiotics for a year. You know, do you know how many side effects were listed on the antibiotic labels I I was taking? Like, like countless, countless. We watch TV commercials all the times of drugs that that have side effects of like heart attacks and stroke and go, you know, dying, death. Death is a side effect. It's like, it's so crazy. And we have no problem taking those drugs because they come from, maybe because they come from a Western doctor, maybe because they're FDA approved, maybe because they're more accepted societally. I don't know. There's a bunch of reasons. But at some point I was like, yeah, everything has potential different outcomes, right? Everything I've done from taking supplements. Like there's always, you always have to check in with your body about things. So I just want to say that And then I know you're going to Google, so we're going to address a couple of the things that you might find. Um, One of the things I found that I'm genuinely curious about is the church aspect. Uh, Sure. (laughs) (laughs) So what? what, what? I'm actually glad those things are on Google, by the way, because there's only three things. There's not much out there. There are three things. We've been teaching this work since 84, and it was established in 71. So Virgil Crane established alphabiotics uh, as a full-fledged philosophy and practice in 1971. And the uh, the way to get around government regulation, because um, normally government pretty much screws up quite a bit of things. And, we, and our philosophy, again, was not about um, having the government come in and tell us what to do and how to, you know, how to act and be. At any rate... At the time, he was trying to find a way to get out of licensing. And to this day, we don't care to get licensed either. It's not a requirement to help people. And so he started a church. You know, you separate uh, state and church. And that was the, one of the ways of him trying to do it. The thing that followed with it, many people did not like, it had a sour taste in their mouth about it being some sort of culty, religious type of church. Um, but it was really actually just Virgil just trying to get outside of government regulation. Oh, oh yeah, absolutely. Is that still in effect? Is the church thing still? No, no, it's been gone for a long time. We use a private membership association. So the Constitution uh, has a few amendments in there that support the right to private assembly, 
um, the right to contract, um, you know, the right to, uh, again, gather under your own auspices and your ideas without the government coming in and telling you what they think you guys should be doing. There's private associations everywhere. Their YMCA is an association. I mean, it's just a homeowner association. So mm. we regulate ourselves. We do not need the government to regulate us. Hence, there's no license required. What are some of the things the government would does to to different practitioners that makes it so challenging? Do you know? It, it's a lot of. Well, it's a lot of bureaucracy at this level. It's incredibly bloated. So, I mean, again, bringing it down to more of a, a personal choice, an individual choice. So an individual who wants to get their own type of health care uh, or get work by a particular individual, they should have the opportunity of going to them instead of this individual getting regulated by the government. I mean, the, it's not a requirement for us to breathe without the government. I mean, it's we do just fine. Right. So it's, you know, that's the philosophy we have. The bigger the government doesn't do anybody a lot of good. Mm-hmm. So then what about, um, you brought up licensing. So an alpha, an alpha bioticist does not need a license. Correct. So how does a client know that you've had the training, that you know what you're doing? That- oh, yeah, sure. Uh, so we have, I mean, we have booklets, we have history, we go every single year, I go every single year to get recertified. So our technique on doing the alignment is checked every single year. So you're certified. Correct. We okay. have a certification. Yeah. So we did not like watch a YouTube video of someone aligning <laughs> and we just figure it out. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's, it's a, uh, you know, we go, uh, it's eight classes once a month to become an alpha bioticist. So it's an eight month course takes about a year give or take to get certified and then you go back every single year oh. so, i mean there's there's classes that we take and so forth so i mean it's uh you know we take care of ourselves it's self-regulated the problem with licensing is not to protect the well-being of the public which is what the government would come out and pretty much say that's what it's about it's protecting the the profession and so it's to exclude individuals you know from their association to get licensed having a state board things of that nature I mean, mm-hmm. you need a, you know, you need a, God, a barber license, marriage license, driver's license. Oh, yeah. I mean, you, you need a license for think. everything. I'm trying to think, though, like acupuncturists, let's say, uh, Chinese medicine uh, practitioners. Do they have a license or a certification? No, now they have a license. Oh, really? Yeah. Chiropractors did not, did not have licenses for many moons. Now you got to be licensed. So it's just to regulate their own practice. Oh, interesting. So they do have licenses. I wonder if like I did an episode on bioenergetic intolerance elimination. I wonder if I I can't imagine they're licensed. It's it's just like oh, there's another thing like called uh, cranial release technique or cranial release therapy. It's a certification. Same with like Reiki in certain states. They're trying to get that regulated under massage. I mean, it's just more regulation uh, on top of an, another. So massage therapists even have license. Yeah. And again, uh, I mean, didn't have to. Right. Interesting. Okay. So you're certified and you have to, it's like it takes a year and you learn in depth how to do this kind of work on people. It's mostly hands-on. Yeah. We probably a group about about a dozen people in a class. So it's a small intimate setting. And it's mostly hands-on. I mean, of course, you have yourself, um, 
some studies, anatomy, I mean, physiology, you have to understand stress, everybody through their own experience stress. But, um, you know, there's an emotional component and an and a spiritual component that's talked about as well. So we're not just talking about like the five senses that human being has, you know, there's, there's more to it. Right. I'm sure many people on your show are more spiritually oriented than, than just pragmatic. Yeah. So it's more than just a physical thing. Absolutely. Great. That, that's really helpful to hear all of that. And then the last thing I'm wondering about <laughs> that I saw, and this is especially, um, uh, interesting right now because I just did an episode with a survivor of this, but stroke comes up. Stroke comes up a bit. I did not see any stories of people saying I got stroke because I had a stroke because of alpha biotics. I didn't see anything like that. I think there might just be this like one article that's floating around that has everyone talking about it. But do you can you speak to that? Yeah, and the website's owned by a medical doctor. Um, and it's called Cairo Base. Mm. So um, John Brown in Seattle, Washington, uh, was sued by a client's sister, not even by the client uh, herself, who apparently after the sixth alignment experienced uh, flu-like symptoms and nausea. And, and the, the problem actually was the attitude about the alpha bioticist who was a chiropractor who's unlicensed at the time. And so... It just looked kind of funky and weird at the beginning because of him having a chiropractic office, but then doing the alignments and not being a up-to-date licensed chiropractor. So he didn't really separate the alphabetic alignment and chiropractic too cleanly. The other thing is apparently he was quite arrogant, a bit of an attitude, in shunning off the, the side effects that the client was receiving. And so the sister being there really just didn't want to deal with that. So she took the sister to a medical doctor and unfortunately medical doctors and chiropractors um fought like you know dogs and cats Mm -hmm. in fact so bad that chiropractors actually took a you know lawsuit to the american medical association and it was a a class action lawsuit so um went all the way up to the supreme court and the chiropractors won because of how the medical doctors for decades were defaming um the actions of chiropractors and anything called quackery is not a bad thing. It just means that the medical industry doesn't recognize it as for themselves. Right. So it, they give it a weird name to it, but it doesn't mean it. You know, horrible things are going to happen. No, a lot of things called quackery got me well. So, you know, right. I think the thing is here, and I talked to one of your clients about this, and it's like, the thing is, is that you do what works. And... I did a lot, a lot of things because there's not a whole lot of science backing getting well from Lyme disease. So I did a whole lot of things and some things worked and some didn't and none of it had any science attached to it. I just did what worked and I got well. And so, you know, I I just want to say that. But but yeah, keep telling the story. The other thing also, everybody's in a mini pre-stroke state. When Mm -hmm. you're in fight or flight, you are in a mini pre-stroke state to begin with. Yeah. So a stroke, by the way, th- this woman did not have a stroke. What happened is John, she didn't have John, a stroke. no, John <laughs> had no money. So the lawyers, what they do is they go for deeper pockets. They attached alpha biotics and the cranes, the, 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 the family of the cranes to it. And that's, that's where they were trying to go for that there. I mean, they, we actually thought we were going to win that case because it's just, even on the chirobase.com, if you go on Google, the whole entire, um, there's missing pieces, missing um, 
pages. I can't think of the words right now, but it's not the full article. It's just the ones that make alphabetics look bad. They didn't talk about like how the, um, you know, what was discussed with the medical doctor. I mean, it was just, it was follow the money. Got it. Yeah. So she didn't, but she didn't have a stroke. No, she had, they were going to stay that she would never be able to have kids, have a functional life, carry out a job. She did all of the above. And again, it wasn't even her who sued. It was her sister. You know, I mean, you could look that up and probably find that she was suing a medical doctor for something else. So it, at any rate, you know, it's uh, that is going to be there on Google forever. It's so old and everybody clicks on it. That thing's going to be on the number one page forever. <laughs> but but I'm not even bothered by it being there. I think it's a good thing. But is that the only instance? So stroke is not a potential. I'm, I am video recording a guy right now in one of my offices. I'm, I'm this has been going on for some time. He had a stroke about a year and a half ago. His, his left side's completely shut down, okay? I've been aligning him, and things are starting to turn back on. So the alignment gets you out of that stroke state. It gets you out of it. Right. Okay? But, again, just working on it so I can show a video on YouTube just to see the before and after. But there, there's some stuff out there where people, everything turns back on. It takes time, but, I mean, it turns back on. Right. Right. Oh, that's really interesting. That's really interesting that you're that you're that you're recording that and doing that. That's awesome. Are there any other, I guess, benefits a person can experience through your alphabetic process that we haven't touched on? Well, you got 70 trillion cells and every cell has an action, has a, a motive. The alignment, when that occurs, cells replicate normally once again. So when you look at yourself, you have to look at a community of cells. Not only do you have to eat well, think right, you know, have sufficient amount of exercise and rest and recovery, but you have to maintain some level of a, of a balance. The only thing that I found really to help people with this is, is through this process. Over time, it's just amazing that people's lives function. They work. They're not driven by fear so much because mm-hmm. you're either in a closed state or an open state. You're either towards love or away from it. You mm-hmm. cannot be one or the other. So, it, again, if you're out of alignment, you're moving in the wrong direction. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And is this, I think the last question is going to be for people that are interested in finding a way to do this without actually doing it. Can people <laughs> do it for themselves? Can they find another way to to reset without getting the adjustment. No, unfortunately, you cannot do this alignment on your own. Um, <laughs> I'm sure people have certainly tried. Um, you know, the best ways really would be destimulating, which means proper rest, turn your phones off, you know, give yourself a chance to kind of disconnect in some way. Um, um, you know, the rest and recovery is really so important. Mm. So it's whatever decisions you're making, try and make them from love instead of fear. You know, move in the right direction Mm. and Mm. kind of trust the direction you want to go with. Just really taking that in for a second. Yeah. Yeah, and find a support system of people around. You doing it all on your own, it's possible to do, you know, but it's kind of a lonely ride as well. Mm -hmm. So finding the right kind of community that'll support you in your growth and instead of holding you back kind of like crabs in a barrel. Mm-hmm. Sometimes we have that, even family, which is unfortunate. So Yep, yep. The only way out is through, but it helps <laughs> to have a tribe walking with you, guys. Does that sound familiar? Yes, because it's my tagline. 
Um, awesome. David, is there anything you want to leave us with? Can you tell us where to find you? You can find me at uh, alphabioticstudio.com, or if you even Google uh, alphabiotics, I might appear. If you have a group of people and you're out of state from Los Angeles, um, I'm open to coming on out there and aligning a bunch of y'all so um, we can make it an adventure. Have yeah. table, we'll travel. Um, <laughs> and if you do actually have any questions or want to find someone in your area that um, may be difficult to find, a lot of these guys are off the grid or don't have websites or have been up to date. Um, I'm more than happy to accommodate as much as I can to uh, get you some information. Awesome. And are you on social media? I am. I'm on uh, Instagram and Facebook under Alphabetic Studio. Awesome. Thank you so much, David. Thank, Thank you for having me on. Yeah. Thanks, everyone. And uh, please let me know if you're considering it. Don't hesitate to reach out to hear about my experience um, or anything else you might be interested in from this episode. So looking forward to the next one. Love you guys. Thank you so much for listening to Healing Out Loud. Please take a moment to subscribe, rate, and review on iTunes. Find me at Jackie on Instagram, my favorite social media platform, and follow me at JackieShay.com if you want to stay in touch. You can also write to me through JackieShay.com if you're interested in working with me as your trusted wellness companion. I'm always happy to hear from you with any questions, comments, or concerns. You can also join the Healing Out Loud with Jackie Shea Facebook group. Have an amazing week, you kick-ass humans. I hope you're able to implement what you learned this week, and I can't wait to share more. Bye.